What happens after we die? Today on Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, Pastor Rick continues his series, Eternal Realities, Heaven and Hell. In these lessons, Rick shares what the Bible says about heaven and hell and how you can be absolutely certain you're going to heaven. This September, when you join our Partner in Hope family by signing up for automated monthly giving, we'll send you a special welcome gift as our way of saying thanks. To find out more, go to PastorRick.com or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick with part two of a message called The Reality of Heaven. Now, I know many of you are kind of like me. I've got a pretty fertile imagination. I can think up some pretty big things. Uh, People have accused me of being a dreamer or a visionary. And I I do have a pretty vivid imagination. And God says, Rick, you think of, use your imagination to think of the greatest thing you can think heaven could be. And I can top that. So all I can do is take the five or 10 top peak experiences in my life, throw them all together and multiply them by an exponential factor of a billion and go, that must be what it's like to be in a perfect place. So I don't really know, and even the things that I'm gonna share with you today uh, are, are just a pale explanation of what heaven's like. But the Bible does give us some very important information on on, uh, heaven. And I'm going to throw a ton of verses at you because I I want you to see what it is. And I'm going to give you five things that will not be in heaven. And there are five things that will be in heaven. And since I was going to cover all these verses, I even wrote them down for you there. What's not going to be in heaven and what is going to be in heaven. So let's run through a bunch of verses together. The first thing that's not going to be in heaven is no sickness. Look at this verse up here on the screen. The Bible says everything in the heavens has a body and so does everything on earth. But each one is very different. Now these earthly bodies will die, but the bodies that are raised will live forever. Our ugly and weak bodies, how did he know that? Will become beautiful and strong. Anybody want to say yay God on that one? Yay God. Okay. It says our our ugly and weak bodies are going to become beautiful and strong. Eat your heart out, Brad Pitt. (laughs) The Bible says that there won't be any sickness in heaven. Why? Because you're going to get a new perfect body. You will have a body in heaven, just like you got a body. When Jesus arose and came back to earth and he walked in and he actually walked through doors a couple times, walked through walls. And so it's kind of, there's a kind of a Star Trek thing to it that, you know, you can dematerialize and go here and there. But he also sat down and ate a couple meals. So I know we're going to eat in heaven because Jesus did with his resurrected body. The only thing is your stomach's never going to growl there and you'll never have gas. And because you will never have any needs in heaven. And when you eat, it will eat simply because of pleasure. You just wanna eat, but you're gonna get a perfect body. Now the Bible says this up here on the screen, just as each of us now has a body like Adam's, that means we have a human body. uh, So someday we shall have a body like Christ. 
And we get a little foreknowledge of that. If you want to study this more, you can go and look at the kind of body Jesus had after he rose back from death. But we're going to have a perfect body in heaven, so that means no sickness. Second thing, no sadness. Look at this verse. The Bible says God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Did you know that the Bible says God has stored up every tear in heaven that you've ever cried? He's kept a record of it. That your tears, your pain, God knows about, he cares about. But when you get to heaven, there's going to be no more sadness. That's a good thing. No more broken hearts. No more rejection. No more loneliness. No more sorrow. No more sadness. No more grief. No more heartache. That is heaven. That is heaven. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will never be a split second in the billions and trillions of years you'll live that you will have sadness or grief again or depression. Now, those of you who are right now going through grief and you're carrying the grief of a loved one or you've been going through a period of depression, one of the things that that does in our lives is it just makes heaven be a little bit more close. We want to go to heaven when we're in pain. Why? Because there is none there. Not only no sickness, no sadness, the Bible says no suffering. Look at this verse. The Bible says no more hunger, no more thirst, no more scorching heat. You know what, when I get to heaven, my wife and I won't have different controls on the thermostat anymore. Because we're all, why is that? That you marry somebody who's so much hotter or colder than you are? I don't know. But the truth is, there's no suffering. Every one of your needs will be satisfied. Not only that, no suffering, no sadness, no sickness, no sin. Look at this verse on screen. The Bible says God will bring you into his glorious presence, innocent of all sin and with great joy. Now, we talked about this last week. Heaven is the perfect place. And I'm not perfect and neither are you. So God has to come up with the solution because there's no way I'm getting, I stopped being perfect many, many, many years ago. And you did too. All have sinned, all have fallen short. We've all blown it. We're all sinners. We've all made mistakes. Nobody lives a perfect life. Zip, nobody. But heaven's perfect. So how can God let imperfect people into heaven without messing it up? Well, that's what Jesus Christ came to do, to die on the cross and pay for all our sins, to wipe it all out, to forgive us, and to make us perfect inside so that when we go into heaven, he says we'll go innocent of all our sin. One of the things that's gonna happen is when you see Jesus Christ face to face, the Bible says your character will be instantly changed to be like him. Still going to be the same you. People are going to recognize you. You're still going to have your personality. You're going to be, God would not waste what he's put into you. God isn't going to take what he made you to be and then turn you into robot when you get to heaven. Do you understand that? You'll still be you. And that's why he made you to be you and he wants you to be you, not only in eternity, but here on earth. But he says your character is going to become like Jesus. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to the moment that I no longer have any hangups, that I no longer have any fears. Can you imagine what it will be to live no fear, no guilt, 
no resentment, no worry, no bitterness, no anger, no envy, no jealousy, no loneliness, perfection. But it's still gonna be you. You'll be a whole lot more fun to live with. <laughs> and I will too. And when we get to heaven, you come over to my house for a million years and we'll hang out and then we'll go over to your place for a million years. And you know, we'll just, it's gonna be fun, man. Okay, so it's going to be great. No sadness, no suffering, no sin. And number five, no death. Immortality. The Bible says this. There shall be no more death, no sorrow, no crying, and no pain. All of that will be gone forever. For those of you who are living in chronic pain, that's good news. For those of you who have suffered with that pain in whatever part of your body that you've suffered with because your, your body is not perfect, it is broken here on this planet. God says when you get there, you get a new body, you get new emotions, you get new character, and there's no death. I'm glad that I don't have to live for eternity with my habits and my hurts and my hang-ups. But I'll, God's gonna make, if it were, that'd be hell. But God says, no, I'm going to make it all perfect and then there'll be no death. Those are five things you won't find in heaven. Now, now look at the list, five things you will find in heaven. First thing you're gonna find in heaven is reunion with every other believer. And those, all those people that I love who know the Lord when we get to heaven, as I said, we're gonna have a party and we're gonna, we're gonna be re reunited together. The Bible says this, we looked at this verse earlier. This was God's purpose, that when the time is right, he will gather us all together. There's gonna be a reunion. He will gather us all together from wherever we are to be with him in Christ forever. Now, who's gonna be in heaven? Big question. Who's gonna be in heaven? Well, God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit are gonna be in heaven. Uh, angels are gonna be in heaven. Uh, the church is gonna be in heaven, everybody who has put their trust in Christ, and all the believers who were believers in God before Jesus came in the Old Testament, who we look back to the Messiah, they looked forward to the Messiah. The people in the Old Testament were saved the same way the people today are saved, by looking forward to a savior, and we look back to a savior, but we're saved the exact same way. Let me show you a verse, Hebrews 12. He says, you have come to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, this is heaven, and to the gathering, now notice all the people he mentions, the gathering of countless happy angels, angels will be there, and to the church, church is gonna be there, every believer, composed of all those registered in heaven, and to God, obviously God's gonna be there, who is the judge of all, and to the spirits of righteous people made perfect. Who's that? That's the people born before Jesus Christ, who in faith lived and listened and looked forward to the promise that God had made that one day I'm sending a savior, and to Jesus himself. They're all gonna be there in heaven. Now one of the most common questions I hear is, what about babies? What about babies who die? Friend, they're all gonna be in heaven. Every single one of them. Yeah, you need to know that. Why? 
because we are not responsible for what we cannot understand. The same is true of a, of a, of a child who grows up to full adulthood but has, does not have the mental capacity to understand uh, the love of Jesus Christ. Now they can understand some, sometimes, you know, it's interesting when uh, they first communicated to Helen Keller who was blind uh, and deaf and they communicated to her the concept of God, she said, I've always known him, I just didn't know his name. Isn't that interesting? I've always known him in my heart. In fact, often children are more in contact with God than we are. They're much more sensitive, and that's why the Bible says, unless you become as children, you shall not enter the kingdom of God. Why? Because kids are humble. They're open to God. We close off with our pride, and we say, no, 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 no. God says, no, no, they're going to be in heaven. Now, when they have not reached an age old enough to understand the difference between right and wrong, good and bad, God and, and evil, and they have known have the age of which they could come to, come to Christ and make that decision to come to Christ. The Bible says they are safe. Not saved, but safe. In fact, the Bible says in the book of Psalms, the Lord preserves the simple. Now, you may have grown up in a religion that taught unless a child is baptized before they uh, die, they'll go to hell. It's wrong. It is not in the Bible, it is unscriptural, and it just is wrong. And the Bible tells us very clearly that children who are not old enough to make a wise decision, they have not come to the age of accountability, they are not old enough to understand that if they die before they understand, before they have a chance to choose Christ, well, they certainly haven't rejected him because they haven't even chose him. And they, haven't, they don't have enough knowledge to understand. They go straight into the loving arms of Jesus. Every miscarriage, every stillbirth, every abortion. You know, I, I actually, I've had people tell me, say, Rick, why don't, you, why don't you talk about the babies who are aborted more? Well, I'll tell you why. Because I'm interested in reaching the people who had the abortions. Because all those babies instantly go to heaven, but the adults don't. And they need to understand the grace of God and the forgiveness of God and, the, and what God has offered to us. We know this uh, many times in Scripture. Here's an example. David had a child that died at birth. And uh, David said this in 2 Samuel. Now that the baby is dead, I can't bring him back to life. But someday I will go to be with him. If you've had a miscarriage, that baby is in heaven. If you've lost a young little one, that child is in heaven. The Bible says they are safe. The Lord preserves the simple. So the first thing we're going to have in heaven is we're going to have a reunion with, with these that we love uh, in the family of God. The second thing, we're going to have rewards. Now, there's so much material in this, I'm going to have to come back and teach an entire series just on the rewards in heaven. You say, what are we going to be rewarded for? Everything, literally everything. The Bible makes it very clear that God is watching everything in your life. You will be rewarded for your actions that were good. You will be rewarded for your words that were good. You will be rewarded for your thoughts that were good. 
You will be rewarded for your character and your decisions that were good. You will be rewarded for your prayers. You will be rewarded for your generosity. You will be rewarded for your service. You will be rewarded for your sacrifices. You will be rewarded for your persistence in not giving up when you felt like giving up and doing the right thing. The Bible says you will be rewarded for loving your enemies. And over and over, every single thing, I wish I had time to go into this and show you all of the things that God says you will be rewarded for in heaven. You will be rewarded for bringing other people to Jesus Christ. I want you to have that reward. Is anybody going to be in heaven because of you? I want you to have that reward that somebody's in heaven because of you. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We're so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. If you'd like to receive hope and encouragement every day delivered right to your inbox, then sign up for Rick's free daily devotional by going to PastorRick.com right now. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first, over the last couple of years, we've all experienced worldwide changes and events that have impacted us in profound and sometimes unimaginable ways. For many of us, those changes will impact our lives for years to come. Pastor Rick believes that now more than ever, people need God's Word and the hope it brings. That's why he'd like to invite you to become a partner in hope. Here's Rick to tell you more. One of the reasons that I started Daily Hope is to take the message of hope, not just across our country, but all around the world, to people who need a shot of encouragement, who need the message and word of hope in a discouraging day. And that message can only be found in Jesus. Would you help me with this? I really need your help. I can't do it by myself. And I'd like to ask you to become my partner in the Daily Hope ministry. If you'll make a monthly investment as a partner in hope, you can help me broadcast these life-transforming messages from God's Word, not just here in America, but in podcasts and online and literally all around the world. If you choose to become a partner in hope with automated monthly giving, we'll also send you a very special welcome gift to show our appreciation. Go to PastorRick.com or just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004 to become a partner in hope. That's PastorRick.com or the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Be sure to join us again next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support. 